0: Listening to the Joe Mays and Jay Raft show, bringing you the latest news and commentary on baseball. The O2 pit, twig and a mess, suck him out! The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 world champions of baseball! Hockey? Hey.
1: Football. The I Big Ten he, Championship lies on is. a measurement. Did he get it? No! He didn't get it! Penn State holds! They
0: brought back the fun, they brought back the excitement, and now they have brought back a Big Ten Championship. The Penn State Nittany Lions are Big Ten Champions.
1: 116 to go, 41 yards. Cardona. Six titles, nine appearances. How about the drive to go close it out? You see Tom Brady. Enjoy him, folks. You're never, ever going to see it again. Not in our lifetime. Nope. So here's Zerline, part one, 48 yards. And he yeah. end it. Went no good. The rain continues. Yes, it does. They've got to snap it one more time. The ball will end up in the hands of Tom Brady on the kneel down. And there it is. The dynasty
0: continues.
1: Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays
0: and Justin Raffaugh. It's been a while, so I wasn't sure if I knew how to do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. in, in grand scheme of things, it's not been that long since a show. It's just been a long time since this show dealt with sports.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been a little bit. It's been a little bit, so. Well, you know.
0: welcome, everyone, for episode 277, rain delay edition, sort of. <sighs> we got rocked last Sunday when we were supposed to do this show we lost power here at the home studio twice, but only for a few seconds, which would have ruined the show anyways. But <laughs> you lost power and lost power.
1: Yeah, it was it was out maybe twenty five minutes or so. So not terrible. When I got to work the next day, there were some people who went all night without their yeah, power. I like, heard stories that, from a bunch of that people. was not fun uh, because it was also it was rather hot and humid. Not not like midsummer hot and humid, but for spring it was hot and humid. And it was raining sideways, and um, so you can't even, like, really crack the window, you know? Like, so AC's off, window's closed, you know, and then it just becomes one of those, like, sweat boxes, and, you know, you're just like, <laughs> you know, like, can't breathe. Yeah, it was That no- wasn't us. It came back on, but uh, the light's flashing on and off and on and beeping, everything beeping multiple times for, like, five or ten seconds, and then the power went out. Um, that was enough to, like... Uh, Get the five-year-old to look at me like, what What? was that? Yeah, what's Um, going on? And it was literally like, you know, right before his bedtime, right as I'm about to come out the door to come here. So it definitely uh, threw a a wrinkle in the plan for last week.
0: So conversely, believe it or not, both Natalie and Haley slept through all that. Didn't bat an eye, not even like move. There were
1: a couple rounds throughout the evening, not quite like what we had earlier in, in the night. But I was I was impressed that that uh, the boys made it through that kind of unscathed. But yeah, like yeah, I'm I'm impressed. I'm impressed because though oh the one I I had sent this in like the group that was hung. Now it clearly couldn't have been shut completely, but the one basement door that leads out these steps to a covered area. Um, I was up with Austin trying to get him to calm down, and there was a flash of lightning and. It was like the instantaneous, like <laughs> flash of light that lights up all the windows on all directions of the house, along with the instantaneous. Did someone just run a car into our garage? <laughs> right. And and actually, it was louder than that, though. And the whole house shook. And Jamie's downstairs. And whenever there's a door opens in the house, like there's little ding for the um, you know, right, the yeah, alarm. alarm. Well, it goes off, and she can see all the doors like none of them are open so she pulls up on her phone it's like basement door open it c- apparently wasn't closed 100% of the way but the thunder shook the door at least door, that's what and, you're
0: telling yourself right
1: yes cuz the door <laughs> shook open like, yeah that's that's crazy yeah that- and, i mean with how much the house shook i'm honestly not that surprised it was it was wild but we yeah, got so, enough of that <laughs> so we're going to talk NFL tonight just last week
0: on episode 277 you know original version was supposed to be about the off season. We were gonna cover the draft. We were gonna cover free agency. We were just kinda of, just wanted to talk football again. You know, it's been a few months we, since we did the Super Bowl. You know, we've done a variety of other things, a bunch of uh, friends casts as we were calling them, and we had Bulldog hours sprinkled in there. So it's been a while since we talked sports on here and we wanted to talk football. But because we got pushed back a week now and the way things are set up this summer with, you know, vacations and tons of other stuff going on. We're actually gonna start our NFL preview tonight. And this year, unlike the last few years, you know, we're going back to the old ways of doing things where we're gonna do two divisions per episode. We're gonna keep moving. Well, we're gonna crunch them together because the schedule, while I try to set it up as best as I can, it inevitably gets changed. And I don't want to miss anything or cram it in. Like I think one year, maybe been last year. We did one like the week after this season started. It's yeah. like well, no one's really interested then.
1: Well, we did have a uh we did have a few issues um, the weekend before the NFL season started last year. Again, dealing yes. with storms. This <laughs> is
0: also very true. So yeah, I guess it wasn't okay. last year. Then that we pushed yeah. it back because we didn't have any yeah. shows for <laughs> for um, you know a good six weeks. I think yes. it was yes because of the uh, the flooding issue, which you know Mother um, Nature man tends to throw a wrench into a lot of plans. Yeah, um, not just for the show. Or in our houses, but of many people, right? Lots of people, Lots the of people. area yeah. at large. But so we're gonna do the West divisions this evening, NFC and AFC West. You know, I think there's a potential for a Super Bowl matchup there. You know, I let Justin know. I thought that Raiders Cardinals could be yeah, in the possibly. offing. Possibly, you know, it's uh, some some solid teams there. I don't know if our uh, buddy Corey Greff is watching this uh-huh. evening. Uh, if he is, he's not gonna have a lot of good things to say. Uh-huh. Because uh, we will be talking about the AFC West division second, and his Oakland Raiders. But I think first up, we're going to start with the NFC West. Okay. So that division has seen a pretty dominant team for the last about seven years or so. You yeah. know, it was the Seahawks for you know five the five of those, I think. Now we've seen the Rams the last couple of years be pretty strong with the Seahawks thrown in there. Cardinals had a you know, year year or two here and there before they fell off a cliff. 49ers people thought they were building, then the Garoppolo injury last year kind of derailed their uh, you know, what people yeah, thought might was be a step so forward. high yeah.
1: on them. And now I kind of feel like now I feel like we we've yet <laughs> there's always football news, but we haven't hit that full on stride yet where it's you know the main thing i mean it's still really big i don't mean to like downplay it in that sense but you know when you hit late july and it's and people start reporting to training camp and everything then it's full on through february you know like it's it's the thing um i i feel like the niners are kind of flying under the radar Mm -hmm. and independent of what my expectations are of them or anyone else's like i feel like last year they were hyped up so big They didn't do all that well, but they lost their quarterback really early. Now they still get him back. Right. But it's that first year back from the injury. You know, like you have that whole thing. It'll be interesting, but I think – I don't know. I I just feel like for his – big of a story as they were last off season. Right. They are almost no off story this off season and teams like that a lot of times. Oh yeah, you know? absolutely. I, I'd I much I, rather you I, not I, um, be talking about that. Them. that is going to be interesting to, to see how that plays out. But.
0: Yeah, no, and I completely agree with you. I don't think people are talking about the 49ers very much and if they were going to take a step forward last year, even with the excuse me, the injury to Garoppolo, you know, people I would think would expect them to, you know, also be Yes, stepping forward th- That's kind this of, season. Kind of what a, I was alluding to. Well, and there but, was another yes. another year left of the you know the ground building, breaking right. ground on having the the lines fixed. You can, having some pass rushers, having a you playmaker. can argue,
1: and I'm not saying it's it's actually true. I'm just saying like there is an argument to be made that like in the long term building, it may have been helpful because they did worse their quarterback got injured. So you always have that now. Mm-hmm. So like that, that's not good. And you were still paying him and that's a year gone, blah, blah, blah. However, they got a good draft pick, you know, so they got one of the top defenders. I like and Williams, you know, as yeah. the best defender, like actually probably the best player in the draft, in my opinion. Um, but that, that aside, they got a top level prospect, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, that they probably wouldn't have gotten if Jimmy Garoppolo was healthy last year. Right. So you added some defensive help. You have another year to get things under, you know, you had a year of Jimmy Garoppolo studying the system that they're going to be putting in there. Yeah, I think I think they're kind of poised to, to do all right this year. I don't know that they're going to win the division, um, and I'm not laying it out there yet, but, like, I think they're going to make a big jump from last year.
0: Yeah, I I I tend to agree with you there. I just
1: because it's hard hard to say though because you look around that division. I think the Cardinals are better. Yes, I think they're better because I don't think they're the worst team in football. I'll put it that way. Like I don't think they're the worst team in football, so I think they're better. Um, I don't know that. Well, I don't. I don't want to get ahead of myself here. Like, I don't know what format you want to do here. If you want me to just like, do we want to do a team or do you want me to lay something out um, in terms of where I think somebody will finish?
0: Yeah, let, let's start at the bottom. Let's go with play, fourth okay. place.
1: So if I'm going for fourth place, I'm going to go with the Cardinals still in fourth place, right? Um, I think Kyler Murray's unproven. I think he could be great. I think it's high risk, high reward kind of situation. And if it goes wrong, it's going to go really wrong. I think there's a potential for that because I don't know that the help is there at all in in Arizona. I don't. Yeah, I I I, don't. Like I would feel so much better about that, and I know they have a Cliff Kingsbury there. I would feel so much better about that if Bruzarian's was still there. Like, I, which may lead to some interesting things. I have to decide on how I feel about the Bucks, and you know, whenever we get to that preview, but I. Their offensive line was horrific. Yeah, they were last not year. Good. Their not defense good. was good at times, but then it's hard to gauge because their offense was so bad last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald is your best offensive weapon. I,
0: well, if a, David yes, Johnson, yes, <laughs> if it,
1: David it, Johnson it, isn't out, can he, which yeah, th- can he stay healthy? Hit or miss. But David Johnson's your, your best player. Larry Fitzgerald, who is old enough to have kids in the league is, you know, (laughs) um, not not really. Close. A few more years. I know.
0: I mean, I don't know if it actually is true, but a few more (sighs) years, like numbers wise, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's got to be getting – he's got to be high 30s. Um, Yeah, I think
0: 38. That
1: would be my guess right around 38,
0: 39, something like that. Right.
1: Yeah, so he's not old enough, but only because the NFL, you have to be three years removed from high school. Right. (laughs) Like NBA, he could have kids on the team. Um, But I just... (sighs)
0: He's only 35. Only 35. I was thinking
1: he was in the league longer than he was. But let's be honest. Let's be honest. He'll be
0: 36 when the season starts. Their
1: most consistent offensive production is older than us. Yeah. And not a quarterback. So right. that uh I I love Larry Fitzgerald and he's he's still solid but man I I just don't see it um their best defensive player is going to be out for suspend, got suspended yeah. um I think just four games but like four games when you're a bad team is is a big deal um you want to talk about a thing there like on a young bad or on a bad team that that could be a turning point cuz you're going to get to see some young guys and uh some some guys may make the team because of that. Um, but y- you just never know. I think if they think that Kyler Murray is the guy and you hired Cliff Kingsbury, which I think they had in mind that Kyler Murray was the guy at that time, um, then you have to draft him regardless of drafting um uh your boy. My boy. Uh last year. That Josh being said that that being said, um they handled the Josh Rosen situation about as terribly as they could have, and they pretty much got what they deserved for it in getting a late second round pick. Yeah, yeah, good for the Dolphins. I I was so I I, I thought the Dolphins handled that really well. Didn't overpay. Took a flyer on a guy who was a top ten pick. Is he the franchise guy? I don't know, but you've got time to figure it out. And they paid the big chunk of his salary. You what? You owe him like six million, seven million yeah. over the next uh, three years? Barely anything in like, terms of,
0: of NFL salaries. And yeah, the,
1: the best thing about that was That's how you if he turns out if he turns out to be the guy, the Dolphins in the next few years could shoot up. And man, like again, not to get way ahead of ourselves here, but the Dolphins could be peaking with tons of cap space and a, a quarterback who's almost no hit to when the When Belichick gap. and Brady are leaving? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thoughts
0: crossed your mind, huh? And who's in Miami now um, running the team?
1: Yeah. Belichick dependent. Brian
0: right. Flores. Now, Chris Greer is the guy making personnel decisions. And he's the head, you know, he's the GM now. They got rid of Tannenbaum and elevated Greer, and he's making the, those choices. But Brian Flores has been, you know, heavily involved in this, and he is essentially without full-out stating it, he's doing things the New England way, right. the way he
1: learned. I mean, he was there for over right, a decade. Right. All that to be said, the Cardinals are handling it the exact opposite way. What are they doing? They held on to Rosen long enough that they had to pay him his like big signing bonus, right. and then they they traded him away for next to nothing for the value of what they did over one year. Like that's why I just – I'm not big on Arizona. I think they finish fourth in the division. Um
0: well, they were 3-13 and 13 last year,
1: so – I'll give them four wins. You think that one one extra win? Yeah, I think they get the four, yeah. which is enough well, to be drafted in the top five, but they're not going to have the number
0: right I there. think if David Johnson can stay healthy, I think they could eat out an extra win. Um, I, it's tough for me to go I think there. they'll
1: score some points the first few weeks or the first third of the season, maybe not the first couple weeks because there's a learning curve there for the rookie quarterback – I think people are going to catch on. I, I see Chip Kelly effect written all over this.
0: Yeah, I just I don't, I don't know that they did enough in a lot of areas. And like you mentioned, combined with the suspension of Patrick Peterson, your best defender. Right. What? Where are they better? You know, people would say, "Well, quarterback." Okay, but any even you know even if you're not a Rosen fan and you're a Kyler Murray fan, you have to understand that this Cardinals roster is not organized the way the Browns roster is. That we saw Baker Mayfield have such a great turnaround yeah. after he finally got the keys to the car last year. They made a coaching change. There was a because lot of. They stuff did the happening opposite there.
1: of things. They traded away assets to get. Hoard- they they did the baseball version because they had a baseball guy running it, and then they Sam Hinkied him and got rid of him before he ever got to see it through to fruition. But they cashed in all those things, and they had pieces. Yeah. Like they had
0: pieces. And they they made the right decisions this time, and right. you know they had a great offseason this year. And we'll get to the Browns in a few weeks, but I just don't know that there's enough around Kyler Murray to instill a lot of hope. Three wins last year, I, I think I agree with Justin. I'll give them four wins just because I, it's tough to just win because I or don't three. think they'll be the.
1: Yeah, it's hard to be the worst team in the league two years, two years in, in a row. row.
0: It's, it's very. I mean, ask the Browns. Oh wait, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, what what else do they have? You know, even if Kyler Murray can do some of the great, crazy things Which, he did at Oklahoma. Right.
1: Which position group do you look at and are like, oh, they're they're better than they are last year? None. Quarterback, you can argue. I mean, you can try that, but
0: you know, you could say running back if David Johnson stays healthy, but that's a huge if because he's actually had problems with that, that n- right. not just last year, but before as well. And Larry Fitzgerald is your best receiver, like Justin said. Oh, and he's your defensive backs are worse
1: because you lost your best one. Right. Like, so...
0: And even with the guys that you brought in in free agency, they're mostly just bodies anymore. None yeah. of them were huge, huge, huge no, upgrades. I mean, I know people in Philly were hit big on Jordan Hicks when he was younger, but he can't stay healthy either. Right. So it's just, oh, it's just been a disaster. They brought in two Falcons defenders. Well, the Falcons and, defense and, hasn't been that great. And Terrell so. Suggs. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, true. Um, which is just an interesting destination for him near the end of his career. But yeah, I just, I don't have a lot of expectations or hope for them. No. I was a Kyler Murray fan. I would have liked to see Miami have gotten him if things shook out that way. Not at number one overall. I I don't – there's too much of a risk there. And as much as people want to scream about Russell Wilson and Baker Mayfield and Drew Brees, you know, and height and arm length and things like that, while Kyler Murray was electric at Oklahoma, I just – to use a top 10 pick on him from my point of view was a little risky. Yeah, I would I have been upset if Miami would have ended up with him? No, because I think he's entertaining, and I think there's a lot of potential there. But right. I just it's going to be a tough year or two, I think, out right. there until they add so some more. Statistically
1: pieces. speaking, Rosen or or Murray will be uh, like a you know a career quarterback in the NFL. Right. So and you know one of them is not going to be. They're betting that it's Kyler Murray. Um. But that's interesting because a lot of people thought Josh Rosen may have been the best quarterback in the draft last year. You don't know, now, yeah. like, his personality rubs people the wrong way, but that's because he's smart. And listen, <laughs> I mean, I know, like, having a quarterback that's smart is, like, go ahead and use that against my quarterback anytime. Right. Yeah. Like, he's, he's oh, too okay. smart.
0: Okay. He's too smart.
1: Right. Yeah. I don't know
0: yeah so we're both in agreement i agree nfc west arizona cardinals 4 and 12 last place you know technically a minor step forward but the biggest thing that you should be applauding is if kyler murray shows that he should be a quarterback in the nfl they're they putting up points in the murray kingsbury offense but their defense isn't with it or yeah, the last
1: thing you need is him taking shot after shot after shot this year and becoming david and Carr, Carr, not scoring <laughs> and then you're like Tim Couch, what do we have going on here, right? So,
0: so I'm I'm gonna jump here and see if you agree with me. But and as much as we talked to them leading into this episode, I I still peg the 49ers as my third place team. Yeah, I'm going third here. I wanted to see if I could drop either the Rams or the Seahawks to it, but nothing is telling me that that's going to be the case. I still think they're the
1: top two dogs. I haven't because I look at it last year. I know the quarterbacks a lot, but when you take the quarterback out like there should still be something there now you we all agree that team was they're a few years removed from being just so grossly mismatched yeah really Oh um very but that being said now they're here they were four and 12 last year four and 12 I, i i'm gonna put them at six wins maybe seven i think they're gonna be better actually i'm gonna go seven i'm gonna go seven wins um because i think they're gonna be better i think um I think the two remaining teams are both going to be pretty good. Um, So I think division wins get tough to be had here. I think um, they have a lot of, there's just a lot of questions for me here um, that I just, I I don't know. I kind of want to see it play out first. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, they have some pieces at tight end. They've got, some pieces in theory at running back. Um, it's so hard to say because they're playing guys off the street for, with quarterback. last Yeah, year. it was, it was um, rough. And, but yeah, I want to see it all together. Um, I think they're improved. I think this team could be building, um, for the future. Um, and I think they take a step forward, which is good because if they don't, then I think there's going to be talk about Shanahan and is he safe and all that stuff. And that, I think that's ridiculous because yeah. essentially when you lose your quarterback, what is Week one last week year, three. Right? It was week okay, three, okay. yeah. It was when they
0: lost to Kansas City. Then
1: it's then it's tough to try and see how that's going to play out. So, um, But again, Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe I'm just buying into this because a lot of people were saying that last year about my guy, Carson Wentz. You're that first year back from the injury. You're not generally yourself. You sometimes are at other positions, but you're not at quarterback. And so, um we'll see.
0: Well, I'm pretty we'll sure see. on this show last year, while Wentz was recovering, I was saying the Eagles should basically give him an early season red shirt. Yeah, he should be on pup. Yep. He should not play the first six weeks. Yep. And he, they rushed him back and because was
1: Foles wasn't two, three. When did he? He see? came back week three. Week three. Because Foles in the offense, they won Week One, but the offense didn't look good. They lost Week Two, and the offense looked bad. And I think they brought him back Week Three.
0: And then by Week, what was it, thirteen? When when did, when did yeah. his back issue?
1: Well, I think it was in the Dallas game, but it was hard to kind of pinpoint it because they basically made it sound like it had already been there and. He was kind of playing with it. He just but, exacerbated the issue. Yeah.
0: Which, you know, there are going to be people that tell you that could have been because of the way he was playing because of his knee. Right. You know? Right. And that could be completely coincidental. It could have could nothing be. to do with it. Right. But, you know, there's always going to be no, that no, no. possibility. Correlation's causation. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but the 49ers, so Garoppolo, at this point in their careers, because we don't know anything, he's better than Kyler Murray. In the in terms of NFL quarterback, yeah. You gotta say, well, you gotta give him the edge there because he's, he's won NFL game. games. Right. <laughs> like w- and with a 49ers roster that was terrible. He and right. he, when he was traded there and started, he oh, won what six gosh. out of seven or yeah. five out of six, something yeah. like that.
1: Imagine if they would have lost some games there and kind gotten of another higher pick. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> so, you know, quarterbacks better. I'd say running back by committee better in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I, I like Tevin Coleman. Um, McKinnon, who missed all of last year with his knee injury, and Matt Breda. I think that's a good trio right there. Uh, David Johnson is probably the be- better for the Cardinals, but in terms of a stable, I like 49ers. Yeah. Same thing in wide receiver. Honestly,
1: stable's the way to go right now. I mean. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You need to have two or three
0: guys at minimum. Wide receiver-wise, again, Larry Fitzgerald, at least by name, is the best wide receiver of these two rosters. But in terms of the numbers game, I like Goodwin's speed. Yep. Jordan Matthews has shown that he when he's on – He's a pretty reliable receiver. They also are flanking with Dante Pettis, and they drafted Debo Samuel yeah. from top to bottom. I like the wide receiver gang. Jordan Matthews like as your has. third
1: and fourth wide receiver is a really good wide receiver. Right. He, he can't be your one he can be your two he depending your on two, but. depending on how you're going. If you've got good tight ends, which they do, yeah. So,
0: uh, S- Selik and to- Toy Lolo, which I never can pronounce that correctly, are a great two and three because Kittle is an amazing number yes. one, which I found out on the fa- free agency waiver wire last year. <laughs> Kittle is you know a top easy top five tight end after his performance last year. Probable top three. You know yep. you got to think it's uh, Ertz. Um, and uh, uh, what's the chief's guy? Um, um, the brother of your offensive lineman. Why can't I think of his name? Yeah, well, we, we're both blanking now. We are because I wanted to say because I, I, I saw to Selleck say Selleck Selleck too. and I was like, no, no, not Selleck. Kelsey. Yes, Kelsey. Um, yeah, Ertz, who also
1: has Ertz, Kelsey,
0: and Kittle. I mean, those, like, those are your three guys, right? Those... Sellick's
1: brother was the former right. Eagles, right.
0: Um, An offensive line, while the 49ers don't have the dominant offensive line that Harbaugh had, you know, seven, eight years ago out there when they were uh, all of a sudden, you know, they Harbaugh got them back onto the scene. I, I, I they they're better than the Cardinals. Right. Like, I mean, it's easy yep. to say that they have McGlinchey, who's now entering uh, second, I think second year, second or third year. Uh I like Weston Richburg, the center who came over from the Giants last year. Joe Staley, just you know, just a powerful guy, uh strong. Uh, tackle for them. They traded for Lake and Tomlinson from the, to the from the Lions. You know, top to bottom, they definitely have a better offensive line than the Cardinals. Defensive line, same thing. They just added Nick Bosa in the draft. Yeah. They have Eric Armstead. They just picked up an option for him. The DeForest Buckners is there. I is like that one. They got D Ford in a trade. Now no. he, you know he's kind of a hybrid rusher guy there. Um, they also Solomon Thomas was yeah. But pick when you have the year. solid
1: other guys, D Ford can be great. It's when D Ford is your best defensive lineman. That team's are probably going to run on you, you know. Yeah. But like when you've got the other guys, that's that's key.
0: Uh, Linebackers—they brought in Quan Alexander, um, and the, your, is that your boy Malcolm Smith right there? I think it is, is your, yeah. It's Your buddy. So linebackers could maybe use an upgrade, but again, everything we've talked about is at a minimum a push or an upgrade over what the Cardinals have. Right, exactly. Uh, so. Defensive back wise you know the Richard Sherman at you know you're nearing the end of his career they just got Jason Barrett um, who is injury riddled but is a strong contributor from the Chargers a few years ago I uh, like Jimmy Ward Joe Tart incredible name there um but again because of the the depth is better that's an upgrade to me over the Cardinals too so I had I the Cardinals at 4 and 12 you had the 49ers here at 7 and 9 I'm going to be a little bit more conservative with them just cuz I think Garoppolo could have some rust at the beginning or could some, be, you know, hesitance because of the gym, injury. Man. So I think they go six and 10. Hopefully yeah. for them, they keep Shanahan around, trust Garoppolo, because I think with another offseason and draft, that the 49ers could start to I catch guess. the Seahawks, who I think could start trending down. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll, we'll see about that. But no. while the Rams are young coaching and players, the Seahawks, I think, could take a step back back in the next couple of years and the 49ers are the team that I think could pounce. I don't think it'll be a terrible year out there. They could even be in contention early but but I think it's going to be tough to maintain. So, I can see that. The 49ers I have in third at 6 and 10. All right, so where are you going for number 2 since I started here All with right. the 49ers? So for
1: number 2, I'm going to go with the Rams. All right. Yeah, so I'm going go to go the Rams. Um I think they're really good. I think they're going to take a step back um I think um I still think they're going to be in content a playoff team prop most likely or uh in contention for that. Um I'm going to put them at 10 wins. All right. Um, I think they um let's see. I, I think Goff is is good is is really good. I don't know how good he is yet. Um yeah i, I think you started to see some issues with consistency at wide receiver um and some of their guys you know having trouble staying healthy kind of across the board now that can be freak accident kind of thing right. um or that can be things that like kind of start to show up even more um i just think you know, they they went big on a lot of free agents. And so there's a lot of roster turnover kind of year to year. I think that can kind of make it a little hard to have some of that continuity there. Um it'll be interesting to kind of see how it goes. Um but I just think I just I don't know that I I don't think they're better than last year. Um, and I think it's hard to stay on that run for two straight years. Um I think they take a slight step back this year. That's so that's they were
0: thirteen and three last year. So what are you thinking? I, I'm
1: I'm going ten and six this year. Ten
0: and six, yeah. okay. So, so
1: uh, to be clear too, I'm probably fanning a little bit at this one too. Like meaning the fan in me is coming out. We,
0: I Because we had this discussion last I year I don't want them to do. Them earlier this them. year, because yeah. you want them because of this Carson Wentz
1: Right. It's not that I However good they are, I want the Eagles to be better. That's essentially what it is. Right, and I want Car- Wentz to do better than Golf. That's, and I, I know that's ridiculous, but it's fan speak. So like, there is no such thing. Ridiculous fan speak is like redundant. So
0: <laughs> I don't disagree with you that I think they're going to take a step back. I think last year was a year that a lot of people expected and predicted, including, I mean, at least me. I don't remember what you said because I, I think – I wanted to go back and pull the audio and I did, forgot about it until just now. But I'm pretty sure I predicted the beginning of year Patriots-Rams in the Super Bowl. You, you, I believe you did. I know uh, I picked the Rams. Right. I just couldn't remember if I picked the Patriots. You probably did. See, I feel like – I was either Patriots or Steelers because those were the two teams right, that I was right. – and, and Steelers obviously fell off. But Patriots were right there. I just I can't remember if uh, I definitely picked the Patriots. We're going to go
1: with Rams. You said Patriots though. We're going to say that's what you said.
0: I said. Rams are going to beat the Patriots. So I was I was wrong on that. Uh, if if I even picked New England. But anyways, I agree with you. I think the Rams are going to take a step back. Thirteen to three. That's tough to do back to back years. Yeah. And and to get better, you're going to fourteen, and that's not happening.
1: Well, and I think the Niners are a little bit better than last year, and. It's not really hidden yet. I think the Seahawks are are improving a little bit. I don't know how long they can sustain it, but that's a that's the next topic. Well, I just I'm I'm unsure that the Rams can sustain it. I don't think they lost
0: a lot. I but I don't think they're necessarily better. You know, Sue is is mostly a name guy now. He's in Tampa Bay. Roger Saffel was a you know good offensive lineman, but he moved on to Tennessee. But And you mentioned the free agent signings they brought in are all name guys. Uh, is the right. production still there? You know, Eric Weddle, who was great in with the Chargers for how many years, had a few good years with, with the Ravens, but, you know, he's on the wrong side of 30. Right, the, has
1: been talking about retiring the last couple of years. Right, so right. So, like um,
0: – and, and, I mean, he essentially I think now he's chasing a ring, which, I mean, that's nothing – that's not oh, a negative no, 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 in no, any no. capacity. I'm just saying that he's not the player he was 5 years ago. Absolutely. Blake Bortles is a name because he's a quarterback that started how many years in the NFL. He's now backing up where he probably belongs. And Clay Matthews, you know, that's a huge name for him for his years and success he had in Green Bay, but is he the same guy that he was 5 years ago? No.
1: So, especially it, in today's NFL? Yeah. Like He's gonna be chasing down guys? I don't I don't know. Maybe he still can.
0: They the Rams did not have a first round pick. They didn't even pick in the first fifty selections. They did bring in some running back help because Todd Gurley, what a dominant year he had, and all of a sudden fell off a cliff yeah, with a, that? rumors of injuries. Yeah. So, you know, and they didn't re-sign CJ Anderson, who was a was playing better than Gurley was in the yep. playoffs. Uh, But they did draft Daryl Henderson from Memphis. I like that pick a lot. I do too. Uh, And they also brought in our boy Nick Scott from Penn State, safety. Hopefully, he can latch on with them. I also
1: feel like, like I think, um, I think coaching wise, I think they're really solid. I don't think we can anoint him the next Belichick yet. You know, like, and I feel like that's a tired and lazy kind of comparison because I feel like people. It, there's a lot of people who are you know talking about how great their coach is and then there's just as many people being like oh this is ridiculous you know like I feel like I'm kind of in that group too I guess but um I don't know I I My just,
0: reasoning for thinking they're gonna go and I didn't say this yet but I'm gonna say 11 and five because yeah. I think the roster overall is the best that we've talked about so far but I just do Am not sold that Jared Goff is a top ten quarterback in this league.
1: Yeah, see, yeah. I I am not either, but I <laughs> I I have a hard time internally deciding is that me just not wanting him to be that, or is that me not I th- actually not thinking that. I, like, think I don't he know had for me
0: a very very good great last two seasons, give or take a few games, but the Super Bowl really made me think. I'm not sure this guy knows what he's doing. He got at exposed. all times. Yeah, he looked terrible against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Right. Like very bad. I mean, a couple of the texts I sent to you was just like that is a that is a mistake that a, a college quarterback right. that's like a true freshman and, makes. And
1: is that pressure which would be understandable but it's still worrisome because he's an NFL quarterback and he's not a rookie. But I get that, you know, like the Super Bowl is a huge stage. But like there are times where like they score a ton of points. But they also like. It's one thing to keep that once the snowball's going, you know, like, and you're playing downhill against a team that's in desperate mode. Like now that win against the Chiefs last year, that was incredible. Yeah, that was incredible. But at that point in the season, the Chiefs' defense was horrific. Yep, horrific. I, I just, I, I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you, and I don't know, and. It's hard to win. I think the Niners are a little bit better, so I don't think. I think the Niners it they'll beat the Niners. The Niners aren't going to sweep them, but it, would it surprise me if the Niners beat them once? No, I think they're good. You know, right. with Garoppolo, if Garoppolo is healthy and, but like, yeah,
0: we're we're gonna find out really quickly if the Rams are
1: any good because. For their first five games are incredibly. And this is what happens when you win. Tough. When you win, too, you get a tough schedule here. now. And everybody wants to see you because you're now a show. Like right. you're more. I have to give them credit because they have become a show, and in LA, that's what they need. They oh, need yeah, this. absolutely. But they get to go to Carolina to start the
0: season the first week, which is a West Coast team going east. Always yep. tough for a lot of those teams. Yep. And Carolina at one time last year was what seven and two. And then yeah. I think they lost six or seven in I was a row. Say, and
1: have a team here that may feel like they have something to prove. It'll be interesting to see if Cam is ready to go beginning yeah, of season. Was, There's a lot of talk about that. So
0: I, I mean but, I that maybe that is but it could be if it's the second easiest of the first five. Yes. So the next week, now you get to host them, but you have the Saints, and everyone's going to be interested oh in that gosh. game. That's going to be a huge game. Too bad it's not in New Orleans. I would oh like to see those gosh. first two flipped. Oh, but my gosh. Yes, yeah, so you've got to go to Carolina. You come back and play the Saints, who you know are going to be up for that game. Yep. Then you got to go to Cleveland. And you know, a few years ago, this is a laugher of a game. Yep. But this Cleveland team, while probably so being overhyped, this is a huge game.
1: It's a Sunday night game. Then you got who the... would have thought if you would have said five years ago that there was going to be Rams, Rams at Browns on Sunday night? People would be like, "Why? <laughs> <This> <laughs> like, isn't the... Is there a new rule that ever... it's like the MLB All Star? Everybody has to get one, you know?" <laughs> and it's twenty nineteen, <2019, laughs> not nineteen seventy nine.
0: Buccaneers. That's that's the easiest game I would think of the first five. Yeah, so... and even
1: there, we'll, it'll be interesting to see because. When you if, got Bruce
0: Arians down Arians there now. If Arians
1: th- can get Winston going with the weapons they have.
0: Right. That's the thing. <laughs> That's no well, joke. The, the Bucks have been those teams the last, not really last year, but the previous like two or three years. Yeah. I mean, one year I picked them to win the division because you uh-huh. thought Winston entering his like third year was going to take this huge step and they had put all these weapons around him and then it just, it never came together. Coaches have, two coaches have been fired, but Arians is there now and there's right. a little bit more confidence around them there, but. That's the easiest of the first five is right. the next week. They got to go to Seattle
1: on the short week on a Thursday night. Yeah. At Seattle. So on the road is hard enough at Seattle if on the road on a short week. If they're better than two and three, I think that's a good sign for them. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I agree.
0: If they're three and two or four and one, like if they're four and one or five and oh, Oof, they, are, uh, they wow. are for real. They are absolutely They're going to win.
1: They They should win the NFC if they're, if they're, if they're four and one or better,
0: four and one or undefeated after those first five weeks, they're doing something right. They're doing something oh right. Gosh. So
1: I don't yeah. even want to think about them being undefeated. So that would be. I'm having crazy. them at first at eleven and five. Okay, I have them at second at ten wins, and I'm gonna have them flipped with this. Right.
0: One. So the Seahawks are the team up next. Justin has them first. I mm-hmm. have them second. I know I'm picking them to finish the exact same way they did last year, which I hate. Mm-hmm. But there just wasn't a team that I was like, you're gonna drop off a lot or you're gonna get a lot better so i don't like it but i'm gonna deal with it and uh so seahawks are my second place team uh i think i'm gonna have them drop back enough that i don't have i mean they didn't make the playoffs this past year no they did they They did they They, they played the cowboys um but i'm gonna have them drop from 10 and 6 to 9 and 7 okay um because there were times last year where i thought seattle looked like a joke they weren't awful. Yeah. The joke's probably a little harsh. They didn't look good. Right. Then they looked incredible. Like they won how many games in a row at one point? Or like, you know, they... Yeah. at the uh, Yeah, it was a... A month's worth of games. Um, so they lost by five to the Rams on November 11th to drop to four and five. Well, then next thing you know, going into a meeting against the 49ers who weren't any good uh, on December 16th, they're sitting at eight and five, having right. won four in a row, and then they lose in overtime to the
1: 49 Nineers. But they won the next two weeks, right? And so that's at the same time they went on the run when the Rams hit a little bit of a skid there and lost a couple games. And all of a sudden, you're like, could they catch them? And then they lose to San Francisco in overtime out of nowhere, yeah. and that was that kind of sealed. Well, that, well, that deal. sealed but, it
0: because the Rams beat them both times they yes, played them. Yes, yes,
1: but like, yeah, I, I, I think they're going in the right direction. I think they found something last year when they finally kind of. Uh, gave Russell Wilson something other than the uh, run for your life every play kind of offense, okay. um, and the fact that he can run for his life is is key. But you don't want your quarterback doing that all the time. No. So I think he's going to be. I think they're they're trending in the right direction. I have them slightly better. I put them at eleven wins, so I have them kind of like a, a game different, but um, in in the positive because I think some of those losses last year. Oh wow this happened last year. We talked about this. I I think some of the games they lost last year, they win this year. Um, Now last year, you pointed out to me in a different example, like, yeah, I think some of the games that they won last year were ridiculous and they're not going to win those. And for the record, whatever game, I don't even remember exactly who we were talking about, but you were right. Um, So like, I think uh, that happens. I I think they get it here. I I think they get a game better. I think that's enough to win the division this year. Um, So I'm going to put them at 11 wins.
0: I just think they're going to take a step back because I don't know that they can maintain the the offensive production that they had. Like Russell That's Wilson had fair. nearly an MVP caliber season yeah. if you know a guy by the name of Patrick Mahomes wasn't tearing right. things up. And if
1: you look at like the help he got from everyone else, I feel like it strengthens his argument. As MVP.
0: yeah, no, I I don't <laughs> like, disagree with you there. It's just like so who's who's going to be the running back. That's not to say that I don't. But I dislike what they have. I just feel
1: like one of these years they have to have not five guys on Right. My well, that's all, what right? I mean. Like, like <laughs> they have Chris
0: Carson, Rashad Penny, CJ Proces, JD McKissick, Bo Scarborough. Who's going to be the guy? You know, I think they want it to be probably Penny or Carson. Right. But you could see any of those guys step up at any mm-hmm. time. So I, I guess it's kind of crazy to be like, well, Because ever since they launched Marshawn Lynch, they've been doing this. Even with Lynch, because he was getting injured, they were having right. people rotate in there and, and were doing fine. But I think the offensive line, you know, is pro- I don't see why it would be worse than last year. I thought year. they stabilized
1: last year. Two years uh, yeah, ago they, they had, were they had been having historically his bad. Well,
0: now you got um Dwayne Brown, yep. DJ Fluker, um Fetty, yupati um and who am I missing? A Brit, the yeah. center. Uh you know that that's a decent starting five. It might be the you know it's better than the Cardinals, yes. <laughs> obviously. And um you know with the Rams losing Saffold, they do they take a step back. Um they're probably better than the 49ers, so maybe the Seahawks do have the best offensive line in that division. Right. Uh, I think uh, the Rams might have something to say about that. I think they're one and two, but that's why these teams are one and two. But a wide receiver is just a, a huge question mark it for is. me with them losing um Oh, uh, who just retired? Doug Baldwin. Yeah. Now, they did get, um, you know, Mr. What? 1% body fat, DK Metcalf. Right. He's just like just gonna run a specimen. Everyone. He's going to run through everyone. But it doesn't necessarily mean he can play receiver in the NFL. I, You know, you Tyler, and your reasoning. Ty, Tyler Lockett's underrated, and I'm always going to love Keenan Reynolds forever. Go Navy. But I, I, who's he throwing to? I don't know. I, just, who's I don't he throwing know. I don't to? know. I mean, Tyler Lockett is your guy, you know, unless DK Metcalf just comes in and wows us. And then all of a sudden you do have a nice, decent one-two punch. Right. If Metcalf can, you know, relate to NFL competition and and handle NFL DBs. But, you know, tight end again, you know, are we underrating Ed Dixon and Will Disley? I don't know, but – it doesn't jump out to me. Offensive line, good. Defense, I do really like the defense. Uh, they're not as um, boisterous as a few years ago when the Legion of Boom was there, as I believe all of them are gone now. You know, Richard Sherman yeah. down in San Francisco, Cam Chancellor. Where did he end up going? Um, I forget where he ended up going. But, you know, they're not there anymore. But they have a great linebacker um, trio. Uh, yeah, because I I mean, if Kendrick's not in jail, uh, you know, Mingo is a high pick, but Bobby Wagner's one of my favorite non-dolphins in the NFL. I've been always been a huge fan of his. K.J. Wright is an underrated uh, starter for them, uh, at least outside of the Seattle area. And they're uh, secondary. While they don't have the names anymore, they they're still getting the job done. So. Oh, and they brought in Ezekiel Ansah, was one of the best free agents yeah, on the open yeah. market. So they they strengthened their defensive line, uh, the, the the pass rush in particular. So if Russell Wilson can be a t- take uh, Cam's uh, Superman mantle and play like he did for most week last year, I could see the Seahawks right. unseating the Rams. I just
1: think I feel like they found some answers, especially in the second and a half of last year, and I think that's going to help stabilize them for this year. Um, I I would say some of that may be wishful thinking on my part.
0: Easier start to the season with the Bengals and Cardinals to the first five, but they got to go to Pittsburgh, host the Saints and Rams, and then go to the Browns. Oh, and then the Ravens. Yeah, and then and Atlanta. Who you know, we don't want to say what we think they're going to do, but they got to go to Atlanta. So go
1: to Atlanta. They have to go to Philly now, coming out of a bye.
0: So you know. A lot of uh, interesting matchups here for the NFC West. But to recap quickly, we're pretty much the same. Cardinals worse. 49ers next. We flip-flop Rams and Seahawks. I have the Rams at one. You have the Seahawks at one. Yeah. All right. So let's quickly jump over to the AFC now. AFC West. I don't think there's going to be a surprise at the bottom, although maybe there is. Who do you have in fourth place in the AFC West?
1: Um... I'm just trying to make sure I'm I'm thinking through it fully. Um. Yeah, I'm probably still gonna go with the Raiders being being worst. I I um, feel like
0: you have to like right. it would. What what of the other three teams do you think is gonna take a I'll step believe back? It,
1: I'll believe it when I see it that they're gonna turn the corner. Like I, I believe they added some talent. Um. I feel like. I feel like – well, I don't know. Who would have – I like Mike Mayock. I don't know why he took this job other than he has connections with Gruden from a long time ago. I think, yeah. when they're both Philly. Gruden was a Philly guy in route to other places, but he was in Philly. Uh, and Mayock's a Philly guy. Just listen to him talk. You can figure that out. But, like, I, no. There's no reason to think they're not the – Worst team in this division. Where where, I think they've added talent, but where do I think they're? Where do I think they're significantly better or than last year? I don't. I don't know. And and honestly, they have the biggest question mark at coach,
0: right? Yeah, because he hasn't shown that he can adapt to the new NFL
1: after being gone for fifteen
0: plus years, right? Or
1: whatever it it was around that. You got first round picks, but look at who you traded away. Yeah, Look at who you traded away. Amari
0: Cooper, Khalil Mack. Yeah. So they added Tyrell Williams, probably a decent get. He had kind of had a breakthrough for the Chargers last year. Trent Brown, a young offensive lineman from the Patriots. The Patriots had a very strong offensive line last year, as they tend to do. So, I mean, if both of those are yeah, young but acquisitions. Like also,
1: there like guys that were good for the Patriots don't always translate to being no, good everywhere right. else. No,
0: absolutely. And obviously the big thing was trading for Antonio Brown, but – He's now 30, wrong side of 30, and he's, Head case yeah, with, he's a huge diva all of a sudden. Like, in the last a, two years, all diva of a sudden, it just... With,
1: with a diva coach. Like, man. Like, you have a guy who, like, Tomlin takes criticism, and some of it deserved, and some of it not deserved, and yet you look at it, and... Th- while he probably should have handled things differently, you know what I mean, in in various situations, never did I feel like Tomlin's handling of things was pouring gasoline on the fire. Yeah. I can't say the same about the way John Gruden handles situations. You know, when he says something and then he goes out and, like, talks about, well, you know, when he goes, pass rushers are hard to find. Yeah, you had one, and you traded him away. You know, like, it's just... It's tough. Like I, I don't, I don't buy into John Gruden right now, and so it, it makes me hard to think that he's going to ma- be able to make some of these things work. That's not to say that Antonio Brown won't put up numbers, but let's just be clear: Antonio Brown is much more concerned about his numbers than he is about the Raiders winning. Oh, absolutely. Because if he was concerned about winning, he wouldn't have forced his way off of the Steelers. Right. Because the Steelers have a chance to win the division every year. The Raiders do not. No. So. Now and the, you go from Ben Roethlisberger as your quarterback, whether you like him or not, to De- Derek Carr, who's, who's had, had one mo- good year.
0: more average seasons than good seasons. Right. I wouldn't say he's a train wreck. I mean, there's no, much no, no, worse no. quarterbacks, but no. he hasn't been able to replicate the success from, what was that, twenty right. And not all of that, that has been his, all his fault, yeah. So they had three first-round picks. The first one was their own because they went four and twelve last year. They took Cleveland Farrell from Clemson. You know, the Clemson guys along that defensive line, highly regarded, yep. incredible group that came out. I should know because Miami got one of them as well. Yeah, you got the one the that I one, wanted. You got the too. one that I wanted. The one that I wanted, so happy about that. But Cleveland Farrell was seen more as a mid-to-late first-round pick, but Mike Mayak fell in love with him as did Gruden, so he goes to them at four. Then they used their later picks that they got from the Bears and the Cowboys for the Mac and Cooper trades, respectively, to get a running back to replace Marshawn Lynch and Josh Jacobs from Alabama. And Alabama running backs, not a great track record for being no, consistent I performers. like Josh Jacobs a lot. Like, better than Eddie Lacey and Trent Richardson.
1: No, I just mean like I like him. Okay. <laughs> like he's like the person Josh right, Jacobs. Right, right. Josh Jacobs was the one where they told the story, right, where how he got to Alabama and he slept on the floor at first because he he never had a bed, so he wasn't used to a bed. Oh, did like, that well, I didn't yeah. I, I like, have to look it up. His dad single dad like raised him but was like homeless. They were like living out of a car like just one of those stories where, like, I'm trying not to cry. So you know, like, right, like, right. you're so happy for him, and I'm like, yeah, but he went to the Raiders. But yeah, it's unfortunate, like, yeah. right? Yeah, but I'm happy for him. But I have no idea. You, look, you have a great point. Not the greatest track record for Alabama running backs. However, he wasn't like. They kind of do running back by committee now, so it's kind of hard to get a gauge. Which might be good because he didn't have 700 touches in college, <laughs> like some of those other guys did coming out. So, so and he'll have a good chance to
0: um, be one of the go-to guys with this Isaiah Kroll yeah. already tearing his ACL out and out for the year. They brought Doug Martin back, but you know you could see Josh Jacobs work his way up that depth chart. But again, oh, absolutely. you know that that with him being unproven and Doug Martin kind of being you know up and down right. over the years, he had some great years in Tampa Bay and then just kind of fell off. You know, yeah. Derek Carr, what's he going to be? I guess we'll see. But wide receiver, you know, I'm, I love that Saeed Blacknall is out there, but he's uh, has a tough time breaking that, that four, four deep out there. They added Hunter Renfro, another Clemson guy, yeah. high-character guy there as well. We mentioned they signed Tyrell Williams, and they brought in J.J. Nelson. You know, Antonio Brown is the guy, though, and if – Teams are doubling him and taking him away. Or There's the no other one guys, that's going to force you right. out
1: of that double team.
0: Yeah, right. And and that's exactly what he had every year in Pittsburgh because there was always a guy that stepped up. The right. beginning, Mike Wallace was the guy, and Antonio Brown was the one behind him. Then they traded him, and Brown stepped up, but then they always had some guy there that was a great yeah. number two.
1: Yeah. And, man, so far, talk about – this is getting, getting to them, but Juju is like the anti <laughs> – He's the anti Antonio Brown so far.
0: Yeah, now I have an interesting conundrum: Is he going to be the next Antonio Brown, where he steps
1: up and is like a monster? I'll be honest; I kind of hope so because I, I like hope him. so.
0: And you, as a fantasy you owner, understand, I hope you so.
1: understand too how hard it is for me to say or a that's stealer. a stealer that and a I U- like USC. Stealer. I know, I know. Like, but like, that's I just like marks. I just like him. Well, maybe because he was like nineteen right. when he started, and he was going and hanging out at. Well, like North high Allegheny games, yeah. High School student section games because yeah. he's friends
0: with some of the coach's kids. Right. Um, offensive line, they do have a decent offensive line. I'll give them that. Um, you know, Colton Miller is still young. Gabe Jackson's a good guy. Rodney Hudson's a greater at center. Really like him. They brought in Trent Brown, we mentioned. So I don't think offensive line is a huge question mark. I think they're okay there. Tight end though. They gotta find a guy a tight end. They brought in Luke Wilson from the Seahawks. Yeah, but, but again, that he's not a, a field stretcher. Right, uh-huh. he's not someone that you is really gonna you know tear things up and make people game play against him. So really, it's. Uh, Card to Brown, and then who's going to step up? So if they can get the running game going, if the rotation of Jacobs, Martin, um, Jalen Richard, maybe DeAndre Washington, you know, three of those four guys, if they can get something going there with that rotation, you know, maybe they'll be able to hit Antonio Brown enough that they can do something. I just don't know that's going to happen. Right. Defensively, you got to hope that Farrell can do something along that line because otherwise, they, they, after they traded Matt last year, they got no pass rush. By the nothing.
1: way, Ronald Ollie, last chance, you. Oh, nice,
0: yeah. nice. Uh, linebacker wise, again, um, not a lot there. Brandon Marshall is on the wrong side of uh, you know of thirty and and the ending of his career. Though he's been a very above average and serviceable linebacker. I'm not sure how much he has left in the tank. Uh, I believe Whitehead was a starter for them to hear Whitehead, but nothing there. I, I, as much as I love Jason Kabinda and Co. Farmer, I don't know if they're going to be able to contribute. Um, as former Penn Staters in the NFL. And they brought in Vontaze Burfecht, who has all the talent in the world, but he went on for a reason. He's been suspended how many times? If he can keep his head on straight, he's a great, great, great linebacker. But when, phew, when easier the, said than When done. the
1: Bengals have said, no, we've had enough, right. that tells you everything you need. Now, they did bring in
0: LaMarcus Joyner, free safety, to pair with Carl Joseph, who I believe they turned down yeah, his but. extension, though. They also got Gary Conley, a cornerback there. They brought in D- Daryl Worley. But...
1: Yeah, but I feel like they piece it together, and I and feel every like year the cast oh, offs I feel like the Raiders are a situation where the whole is less than the parts, <laughs> and it's not supposed to work that way. No, right? The part, the whole is supposed to be greater than the parts, and it's not um, year after year. And I don't know that John Gruden is the guy to turn that around. So, what do you have them going? They went four and twelve last year. I'll give them five wins. Yeah, I, I,
0: I I'll go. I think I'll go. Six However, and 10. I feel
1: like it has the potential to go. Really bad. If it's going bad, it could go really bad. Like if Derek Carr's not playing well, Antonio Brown's gonna be angry oh, yeah. and he's gonna be feuding, Gruden's gonna be mad. Right. Um, you know, Carr's gonna be mad and gone. Like it it's just there's the recipe for disaster is there. I don't know that it'll be seen through, but the recipe for disaster will be there. Right. Now I don't know about you, but
0: my third place team is going to be the Denver Broncos, who were six and ten last yeah, me year. Too. I just I'm not really sure what they're doing. This is another franchise now that has no idea what they're doing at quarterback. Uh, I mean, unless you're Joe Flacco, uh, man. Unless you're excited about Drew Lock in
1: the second, which I, I am. I'm Locke, excited not for this year, right. but like I think that's the right. I feel like that might be the first one that John Elway's gotten right, other than the. Hey, do you think we should sign Peyton Manning? Right, like, yeah. okay. How yeah. tough a decision was that? Oh, right. So,
0: I'm a Drew Lock fan. I think getting him at 42 is perfectly fine. I think he could develop into something. They have a bridge quarterback now and trading for Joe Flacco. And Flacco is serviceable. Is he going to put you over the hump? Those days are over. See. So, I
1: feel like I don't know that they're good enough. But I feel like he could be for them what Case Keenum wasn't for them, but what Case Keenum was for the, the Vikings. Vikings. I feel could like be. he could be good enough. I don't know that he will be. I, I don't know. But I think a change of scenery for Joe Flacco is good. Um, It'll be interesting. I really think the defense is going to be really solid. I know it's been up and down, but I think bringing in a defensive coach is uh I think they're they're primed for a really strong defensive season. I think Joe Flacco can give them more than what they had at quarterback the last couple years. But uh, my dad just texts
0: he's a joke. <laughs> but I've been saying that that's nothing new. Everyone knows how my uh, distaste for Joe Flacco as an, as an NFL quarterback. But whatever. <sighs> uh, so they have so their their trio wide receiver would be I guess Emmanuel Sanders. Cortland Sutton and Deshaun Hamilton. Yeah. Which I love Deshaun yeah. out there. I think he I think he's absolutely is Emmanuel
1: Sanders going to be back
0: though? Well, that that's the thing. Injury concerns with Sanders after last right, year. Right. So, you know, wide receivers, not not a top ten, not a top ten group. No. as much as I love Deshaun Hamilton, and I hope he continues to get better as, as his career moves forward. But um he, this is only his second year, so right. but Cortland Sutton's young as well. Tight end wise, they could use some the, the big bodies uh, at a, uh, you know, in like wi- multiple wide receiver sets, but use a lot of tight ends or go go double tight or even have a three tight end set because um, name MVP
1: Jake Butt is you know
0: hopefully he's fully recovered from his multiple right. ACL if he tears. Is- the, that's
1: the ceiling's really high for Jake. Boat. Right, and um, we know
0: what we're getting at Jeff Huerman. Huerman, yeah. they know what they're getting at Jeff Huerman, and he's a very serviceable tight and end. They've got
1: a couple great names here,
0: and they bug Howard, <laughs> yeah. Troy Fumagalli, but the biggest <laughs> one is their first round pick Noah Fant from Iowa. Yes, yes.
1: he could do something right. with Flacco. That right. that that could and be And Flacco, a nice if you want to go in the way back machine, Flacco in his best years had good tight ends. Yeah. So, I, oh, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. offensive line wise, they got, um, Con- Connor, McGovern is a strong at center. He, you know, he's been over- underrated and overrated in years past, but so I think he's fine. They're Ronald Leary at guard. They brought in the Dolphins, Juwan James at tackle to go with um last year's first round pick Garrett Bowles. And oh, I'm sorry, Jake Brendel also there in the interior offensive line. Yeah. I think McGovern fine. at
1: center is good. Um, yeah. So
0: defensive line, nothing stands out you know they still got Derek Wolf and Shelby Harris inside linebackers Bradley Chubb obviously a great pass rusher to pair opposite Von Miller mm-hmm. and in the secondary Chris Harris is someone that's been a little bit uh upset with the way things have yeah. been going but they're hanging on to him so we'll see what happens there uh, it is cool to see that Taylor Bertolette is still in camp with – yeah. will be in camp with the Broncos this offseason if he can hang on because he's a former, I believe, why missing Spartan. Exeter. Exeter, Exeter. Yep. Exeter Eagles. Okay. Te- tex- I knew, A&M, was, I knew it was blue. Yep. just wasn't sure which which of the local schools he was with. So Taylor Bertolette is hanging around, but they do have Brandon McManus at, at kicker. So, again, because I'm not – I kind of feel like you with the Rams. I, because I don't like Joe Flacco, it makes me want to drop the Broncos down. But
1: I you think said they gonna, won six last year. I
0: they won six last year. I think I'm gonna stick them there at six. I just don't know if they're any better. I mean So I'm
1: going seven.
0: I hope Philip Lindsay comes back from his injury because he was having an incredible year for an undrafted running yep. back. And I also do like Devontae Booker out there. See, I,
1: I see this is me talking me into it because I want them to be good. Um, but I, I'm gonna go with seven wins.
0: All right. So. But both say third, third place. Yep. So now the decision. The Chargers are a funny team with you, though, because you, in years past, have have really not liked Philip Rivers. So, yeah. But they, um, they finally got over that hump of having like really bad luck and not being able to close out games. Yeah, and really burst onto the scene last year, actually chasing the Chiefs for a while. They finished twelve and four. Right. And uh, man, basically, what a season it comes for them. down
1: to like which team do I think can do it again this year? <sighs>
0: I don't know. I know it's it's tough for me to s- decide because of you know I like Andy Reid. I think Patrick I like Mahomes Reed, is a great quarterback, and obviously man, friend of the program. Chad Henney, yeah, is, is man, out there. Like
1: how many issues can you have, right? Like Chad sat here and told us how hard that was to lose. Um, to lose cream hunt. Cream hunt. Yeah. You know, uh, so to sit here and be like, oh, they're also. Possibly going to lose Tyreek Hill.
0: And is their defense better? Can the offense replicate what they did last right, year? Right. Without can, Hunt and can, Hill. Right. I did that. So, I know they did it without Hunt for a right, lot of stuff. Right. But the can
1: season, we? But. Well, and they drafted accordingly. Right. <laughs> um, but you just look at it and they're like, man. Oh, maybe they didn't. Oh, that was Chargers. Yeah. Right. I was like, at, yeah, right, I was like oh, that's not what I thought. Um, but whew. I don't, I don't know.
0: It's tough. I mean, it's not it's not easy. So to I pick think he's top two. You know, when well, we know the Chiefs lost Houston and D four. We already talked about that. Well, Eric Berry as well.
1: Yeah, but Eric Berry. I I like <laughs> Eric Berry, but he's been in and out so right. much, like.
0: And um, who did they – they brought in a bunch of people, though. Oh, they trade. sorry, they traded D Ford. I'm not sure if I said that. But they brought in Frank Clark from the Seahawks. Oh. They brought in Darren Lee from the Jets. Um, you know, they didn't Zero. have any high draft picks this year. They could be losing Tyreek Hill after losing Kareem Hunt.
1: Right. I, I just – Um, They drafted a speedster, like, not necessarily a well-known guy, I don't think, but, like, guy that's a – Oh, Meikle Hardman. Yeah. So, like, not that that – you know, you can't – it's not just, like, plug and play. Like, I understand that. But it's – you know, they're clearly going at something there. Um, I mean, you you still have Sammy Watkins. You
0: still have Travis Kelsey. Right. Um, Your offensive line is still led by – Eric Fisher, Cameron Irving, um, Canadian mastermind Devarny Tardif, uh, Mitchell Schwartz. You know, like they have a solid offensive line. Okay, you added Frank Clark to that defensive line, which is great. Chris Jones is a great and underrated yeah, but it guy. It wasn't the defensive line that. No, I was you're right. It was about. it was the, the next level. And have they done enough? You know, um, they brought in Darren Lee, but he was a former first round pick cast off by the Jets. Reggie Ragland's there who had a great year in Buffalo a few years ago and then was sent to Kansas City and hasn't been able to do too much. Same thing. Anthony Hitchett came over from the Cowboys a few years ago. You know, what are they going to do? Do they have enough in the secondary? That's what's most important. Now they brought in Tyron Matthew, who's having his own off the field problems.
1: Yeah, which is that's all crazy, too. (laughs) I
0: right. mean, it's not near the level of uh, Tyreek Hill.
1: No, 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 no,
0: no. But I mean, right. you're di- talking about fina- financial stuff, right? So. Right.
1: From family.
0: Yeah, and uh, I guess it all comes down to me. Quarterback can Mahomes replicate
1: what he did last year? Yeah, but does he have to to still be better for them to still be better than the Chargers? Like, because there were definitely some things with the Chargers where I'm like, oh man, things went the right way this year. Right. Can they? Can that happen two years in a row?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I
1: don't know either. Like I, this is tough. But I look at the Chargers.
0: They have, uh, I would say, you know, in terms of doing it longer, the Chargers' quarterback has the edge. Phil yep. Rivers done okay. it longer, but better right now. Mahomes after last right. year. Running backs wise, I like chargers i like I melvin melvin gordon
1: right
0: um you know Eckler. the backup is there as well and i, I like justin jackson so like i right. think that that stable is strong wide receivers i go chargers oh my gosh especially mike and williams Allen, coming travis, out strong travis benjamin mike williams yeah like yeah and they were really good now tight end travis kelsey's a top i mean he could be the best tight end he's yeah. at least yeah. a, a top two guy with right. zach ertz but, I mean, I like Virgil Green. Right. I think and he's I, a strong player Right, It's there. not Hunter Henry coming back from yep. an injury. Yep. So, you know, it's not – I mean, it's not Travis Kelsey, but I think they have what it takes,
1: a tight end, to compete. Well, and on the defensive line, I know we skipped ahead over the offensive line, but Joey Bosa has been strong. Melvin oh, yeah, Ingram great. is strong. <sighs> you know what? I- they, and
0: they And their number one pick went to that with Jerry Tillery. That was the first guy they brought in, and I like their second pick in the Sear Adderley to go in the backfield with Derwin James. That's the best young safety safety right, you duo me into in the NFL. It. You talk me
1: into it. I'm I going, think I'm talking I'm going, myself. I'm into going the it. Chiefs in second place with ten wins. I'm going ten wins again. I just I don't necessarily think they're worse than last year. I just think it's hard to replicate that two years in a row. So I think I'm going to go with a. But to be honest, some adversity for the Chiefs throughout the regular season may not be the worst. Could help in, when, in it the comes world, times, when it comes time to, uh, the, to the, winning three in a row or. Well, if they're not winning the division, winning right. three in a row or four in January and February.
0: I mean, I think the, the Chargers could use some help at linebacker. As much as I like Thomas Davis as a veteran in yeah. there coming over from the Panthers. in um, the same thing, I like Denzel Perryman in there. But um, if that's if you're going to point out a weakness, I would say it's there. Because right. I like – I'm a, a big fan of, of what the Chargers are doing in the defensive backfield. With the strength backfield. in the
1: defensive backfield, there are a bunch of games where your linebackers – I don't want to say they're insignificant, but with your good D line, you're going to play five. You know, you play five or six DBs. You know, like so. Last year, the Chiefs and Chargers both
0: went twelve and four. With the Chiefs getting the tiebreaker, I'm going to flip it. I'm going to say they both go eleven and five. With the Chargers taking the tiebreaker,
1: I'm I'm on board with that. That's what I'm going. All right, I'm doing that too. So there we
0: there we go. There we are. So.
1: Both making the playoffs, which I want, oh, yeah. I want them to both make yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, they're both That'll making the playoffs.
0: So to recap the AFC West real quickly, at the bottom we have the Raiders.
1: Because the Raiders.
0: Next we have the Broncos. Then we have the Chiefs. And then at the top we have the Chargers. But both teams do make the playoffs. I completely agree with you on that. Uh, I, I, I think the Chargers could end up being, and I know it's early, but the Chargers could be the team, coincidentally, the same city as last year where – People were high on the Rams, but I'm not sure anyone wanted to too many wanted to fully jump on board. I think you could see that happen with the Chargers this year.
1: Yeah, because for the first time I feel like like last year they I felt like they reached their potential. Like they actually did it. They hadn't for a long time, and I felt like they did. And then I feel like this year they added even more pieces in the offseason, which you can always say. You know, like a lot of teams kind of see it. Like, I could see the Chargers being better than last year. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like when we looked in the West, I don't know that the Rams are better than last year. Like, I think they take a step back just because it's hard to be at that super high level year after year, <coughs> Patriots. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard to be at that high level, even if you're still making the playoffs. It's hard to win 13 games in a season, year after two year, years in a row. 13, you may 13. still win the division, but even the Patriots have done that. The Patriots have won the division at 11 wins, the Patriots have won the division at, Fifteen or well sixteen wins, you know right. like so yeah, we'll see so that's our NFL West division
0: preview to kick off the twenty nineteen season uh, we'll be doing these previews over the course of the next uh about six weeks or so. We're actually going to be completely wrapped up with our NFL previews by mid-July before some vacations kick in. And then in August, we go full head with Bulldog Hour. So we're going to have ready, our NFL I'm picks ready. done early. So you're going to, if you're interested in pro football, definitely stick with us here. We'll be back over the next six weeks to wrap up the other three um, divisions, You remember, two each show. And then we'll do our uh, playoffs and Super Bowl predictions. Sounds so good. It's going to be a lot of fun. Too. Do you have anything to say any shout outs, anything to add?
1: Um I'm just trying to think. My sister's anniversary was this past week, so huh. happy anniversary to them. Happy anniversary Counted to you down too. Down days till he's born just man, saw so. 32 weeks. 32 so weeks, so yeah. you know, coming coming quickly. They went up to like Estes Park this weekend and there were elk everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I
0: saw those pictures. <laughs> so yeah. Definitely a, a lot of fun. Uh, I'm trying to think: is there anyone that I'm forgetting that I should be saying anything to? We'll I don't. I can't. Now. Yeah, because yeah, I'm trying to right now. I'm like, wait, do we have a show next week? I think we have a show next week, dude.
1: You know, I'm. I will wait till next week. You <laughs> can right. even say it now, and next You're weekend I will text, text, text you. Show tonight. Show tonight. No, I was hey, gonna. Hey, I was hey, gonna... hey, hey! I texted you yesterday. That's I was, right, I was like, were, that's like ahead way day. ahead for yeah, me.
0: Usually, were. it's like five o'clock on Sunday. Um I don't think I'm missing anyone birthday wise cuz I think I'm going to I'm have a chance next weekend to oh, yeah. do that. So I'll I'll wait on some birthday stuff here, but I do want to say wish everyone uh happy Memorial Day, you know. Uh it's a, it's a you know, the unofficial kickoff to summer. Yeah. But it's a you know, time to make sure that you reflect and, and thank um you know, I know it's technically not especially veterans will tell you this. It's not for them, it's for the ones that aren't here. So uh, remember the people that gave their life and the ultimate sacrifice for this country. And uh, if you do see a veteran, though, do, um, you know, thank them and show them respect that they deserve. Yeah. I just saw at Mission Barbecue yesterday a very decorated um, Marine that was That's in cool. the Why Missing Hills Parade. And he had his full, awesome. full uh, dress on and everyone was taking pictures with him. And it was, it was really cool to see. And I talked to him over at the... Uh, the beverage economy area and uh, shout out very to nice them. gentleman. And
1: this is no surprise if you've been there. Like this is kind of their thing. Um, but um, they there there was a guy I know uh, whose son passed away uh, was in the Marines and Mission Barbecue like hooked them up. I I mean that like not like oh you know like they just did it because it's the right thing to do. They sent food over to the house. Mm-hmm. They sent all this stuff over there to like take care because a bunch of that guy's Marines buddies were up like they just they do it right so uh, good for them
0: yeah it was a it, uh, we love their food but you know it helps when you know that the the mission right. behind the business is uh, is as solid as the, yeah. as the uh, food that they're dishing yeah, out so uh, again uh, thank you veterans and uh, we're thinking about all those that are no longer with us that serve this great country uh, anything else to add? No if not no. I think we'll head out this wraps up episode 277 of the Joe Mays and J-rap show. Uh, we will be back next Sunday. Um, hey talking football. Yeah, there we go so until next time I'm Joe Mays he's Justin Raffoff we'll talk to you later
1: thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff show tune in
0: every Sunday for the latest sports discussions from Joe and Justin each episode is available live on Facebook live and can be downloaded or streamed on iTunes and SoundCloud you can interact with Joe and Justin on Facebook and Twitter and stay up to date with the guys at jomaysandjraff.com the Joe Mays and JRAF show is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. For more info, visit jmnjrradio.com.